0: To the final bit of today's 1 2 3 show. With the passing of Alan Lee, a veteran politician and also the founding chairman of the Liberal Party, I had the opportunity to interview him about eight years ago for my program Backstory. So let's take this chance to remember Alan Lee. This interview was first broadcast in 2012. <laughs> Many of us know Alan Lee as a veteran politician and successful businessman, but he tells me that his independence came from a very early age, as his family kind of shipped him away.
1: Actually, I was born in uh, my hometown in Shandong. But uh, at, at the age of four, uh, because my father was a businessman, uh, we moved to Shanghai. And I, I lived in Shanghai for about 10 years. So my native town is Shanghainese and uh in 1948 uh when i was a very young child with my brother and sister uh, suddenly my father disappeared uh actually uh as you know that that's a civil war uh, time and uh, uh he just was wer- very worried because he's a businessman and uh, uh he without saying anything to anybody uh, left for hong kong and then when when the communists took over and he thought Hong Kong, uh, uh, is not far enough, so he went to the United States. He had always been in, uh, a, a businessman. And, uh, so, uh, my, my, my younger days is I came from Shanghai to, uh, Hong Kong alone at, in 1954. How old were you then? Uh, 14. I was 14. My, my father, my mother gave me a train ticket and said, uh, you go to Guangzhou and go to a restaurant and get a, get a, uh, a ticket for the boat that uh, the restaurant owner will give you, and, uh, then you go to Macau, and you wait there. She so said, once you left China, uh, she said, don't call, don't send me letters, don't do anything, just, just, there's somebody taking care of, of me. Well, actually, I, uh, I don't have too many people taking care of me what? at 14. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I went to Macau and stayed six months in Macau, uh, before finally, uh, uh Portuguese, uh, merchant ship, Came and I was sneaking to Hong Kong on that ship
0: illegally. <laughs> illegally,
1: <laughs> but no. At that time, there's a po- touch base policy. Mm-hmm. Once you get to Hong Kong, you could go to the immigration and get your uh, yellow, uh, big yellow uh, form, uh, which you are Hong Kong resident already. So Just I, like so that. I, so, uh, I have my distant uncle uh, pick me up because I have no home. So he he uh, he put me in a boarding school, you know, in Clearwater Bay called Samuel Middle School. I spent 3 years there you know everybody goes home uh uh and weekends uh, but me I have no <laughs> home to go so mm-hmm. so I I feel you know my uh my early years of uh, of de- all the things I got to thank my mother uh, she has the vision and so finally in 1957 my mother suddenly show up with <laughs> my brother and sister and because then he told uh the government of Shanghai that I was missing and that's why uh, you know, uh, he, he said, don't write me, don't write to me, don't talk to me, don't do anything, just stay there and wait.
0: <laughs> and then your mother and your brother, they came to Hong yeah, Kong. Yeah, brother right? and sister His came to Hong
1: Kong. Sister. We live in North Point, because at the time, a lot of Chinese was living mm-hmm. in North Point. I went to school in a Chinese high school, obviously, and then I transferred to Puying Middle School, uh, which is in Sei point. So, later on, my, my dad insists that I go to school, uh, in the United States. Actually, I was accepted by Taiwan University.
0: I was going to say, when did you then see your dad after he took well, off?
1: I, I, I see him very, you know, not very often because he was a businessman. In fact, his, his address, I still remember is, is number five Wall Street. And, uh, I never went to visit him. Uh, he, when I went to school, uh, in, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and, uh, he came only once. Uh, but, I think that's the best decision he made for me, you know. Uh, the reason I want to go to Taiwan University was, uh, not only, uh, accepted by Taiwan University, uh, their basketball coach at that time was very popular. I played basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I didn't go to Taiwan and I was so worried that, uh, I don't speak much English. And I had to go through an interview, uh, by the American consulate in Hong Kong. And lucky for me, uh, the lady who wants to interview me uh, waited until 5.30 and didn't see anybody show up. And I was waiting there. She said, who are you? I said, I'm an applicant, uh, well, some kind of things like that. And because she's she's got to get off to work, she immediately chopped off my <laughs> travel document so I can go to the United States. <laughs> very, but very I, lucky. I, yeah, and, uh, and I was very much taking care of myself uh, alone. Uh, and uh you know my training come from uh friends s- students and i was the only chinese person join a fraternity so they they have a chinese fraternity but i don't want to join that because i want to learn from the americans i was going to say
0: yeah yeah
1: i i live with 60 people
0: wow that's uh, a it's a big fraternity yeah
1: i i'm i'm the only chinese in TKE, uh, fraternity, and living with Americans, you know, I said, well, if I don't know anything, i got to learn American culture. i got to know, you know how come they become such a strong country. Well, <laughs> I, I, I work for American companies. The, the reason I, I, I served the government, because I worked for them, I was uh, a very young age, at 32, I was the uh, managing director of the largest electronic firm in Hong Kong. That's how I got to know Macrohost, got me in trouble. <laughs>
0: That's how he started uh, in politics. Yeah, then. <laughs> and, and
1: I, I could tell you, in 1977, uh, the governor of Hong Kong uh, was accompanied by his secretary, you know, uh, Mary McRose. You know who his secretary is? Sherry Lee. Uh, they call her mother.
0: Oh, yeah, of they course. Like yeah, yeah, of course. And
1: 27 at that time, he was uh, accompanying him, and uh, it was supposed to be a one-hour trip. As it turned out, almost four hours uh, because the government want to find out what the electronics industry is all about. And the next year, uh, while I was, uh, doing business in, uh, the Taiwan factory, because I ran there also, uh, I received a cable. At that, at that time, no email. <laughs> <laughs> no iPhone. No, no, no iPhone, nothing. <laughs> and from the government, I uh, said, I want to appoint you to, to be a member of the legislature. And, uh. You were very young at you that know, time. Yeah. Uh, at 38. And I was the youngest, too. Uh, I didn't even know, Lorraine, where the legislature, not only for what is the first, second, third reading, where they meet? You didn't know, know. where they <laughs> meet. <mean. laughs> so uh, because it's a cable, I, I, I did not answer because uh, then I asked my staff to check with the government house, and the government spokesman said, no such thing. So I came back uh, uh, to Hong Kong, and I told my wife, why, why the governor want to appoint me to the legislature? It's a political position, is it? My wife said, yes, you know the governor, you better call, call him. So I called him, why didn't you answer my cable? <laughs> I, I said, so I, I'm afraid, you know. It wasn't your signature. It was just your name. I'm afraid to... And he said, you better come in on Monday because today I'm going to make the announcement on your appointment. So, mong ta ta, I went into <laughs> politics. Okay,
0: Just like that. Yeah. You started the Liberal Party in 1995. So, you, you know, people see you as quite pro-China because you were an MPC delegate as well.
1: But then you quit
0: in 2004. Why did you quit?
1: Well, not 2004. I quit politics in 1998. I tell you, I formed the party because we were very much involved in the negotiations. Mm. Now, to this date, my mentor, Sir S.Y. Chong, is 95, and I am 72 already. Uh, we care about Hong Kong because we were involved in 83, 84 negotiations. We want Hong Kong people ruling Hong Kong with high degree of autonomy come in the true sense. So we care about Hong Kong. You know, another thing is funny. When I was there on Exco, I do not hold a British passport. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't. I was trading uh, my green document as a <laughs> certificate of identity because I, I always thought I'm a Chinese. Anyway, I refused to hold a British passport. I fought for uh, 50,000 families, that is, for a, uh, for a British passport, but, uh. I, you didn't get one yourself? I don't want one because at the time it was way early. It was during, it was during the negotiations. Uh, so every you come down to the, uh, Exco and Let's Go and told us we all have a number. Just go to Jefferson, who is the security, uh, secretary, uh, to get that number, uh, and you could have it, a passport, a British, British passport time. Well, there are only two people at the time didn't get it. Uh, I only learned it in recent years. So S.Y. Chung was born in Hong Kong. He never held a, British, British passport. And I'm the one just don't want to be the British. The most difficult decision I made, I had to make, I had to stand by my principle was, whenever you offer me the position of the executive council, he handed over a passport to me, <laughs> said, uh, you know, we never have any, well, BNO is okay, BDTC is okay, uh, but it's not okay for a CI holder. Mm-hmm. So I, brought, I said, I, I don't want the job. You just said flat so, out. Yeah, so he, he finally confirmed with uh, the British government, as long as uh, I could swear allegiance to the Queen. I said, that's all right, because I did that before, uh, you know, in 1978, when you swear in in legislature. Mm. Uh, and to serve a colony, uh, to pledge allegiance to the Queen, that's okay with me. But holding a passport is a change of nationality. But why a former party is a party in power, so I told uh Jasper John and uh Martin Lee the Liberal Party is the first organization named a party it's the first party first party oh, so yeah. followed Before by the democratic party, the democratic party uh, followed by d a b etc okay anyway, at the time, we all agree it should be party politics so as uh, founding chairman in ninety five i I could have get the see as Raymond Wong, uh, people power these days. Huh? Mm-hmm. said, Hey, you don't need to uh, go after the uh, direct election. You you were the chairman of general chamber, you were the deputy chairman of Federation of Hong Kong Industries, and you have many avenues to, to be a legislative councilor. So I said, no, I'm going after this direct election. He so said, you're going to lose, I you, won, finally.
0: You uh, got the mandate of the people.
1: Yeah, well, that's important, okay. So I believe in direct election. I believe in one man, one vote. I never believe in functional constituencies. All right. So that's me. And in, in 1998, another election because of territory Why? I lost. I was surprised I lost the election. Then I think at 58, it's about time and God tell me to quit. And in the constitution of the Liberal Party, the chairman must be an eligible member. So I was tremendously relieved. I want my successor to learn uh, about party politics, how to establish a, a strong party. In fact, I made an appointment with Lee Kwong Yu and uh, and went down to Singapore with Jimmy Tin and Ron Lu Akali. And Lee Kwong Yu was very nice to us to tell us how PAP was organized. So to relieve myself from politics. And I decided if I was elected in 98, I was going to retire in one term anyway, because at 60, I think you know, I've got to do my own thing. I've been in politics for a very long time. Very long time, right? yeah. And uh, it's about time to see, you know, all my electronics deputies were billionaires. In the, <laughs> in the, but, you know, I live comfortably. I'm, I'm not complaining about my life. But that's the decision you made. And I made it in 1998 that I, I do not go back to politics again. But then you, you became an NPC delegate. Yeah, NPCs if I want to know China. At the time, uh Ewo Yu was a, was the a governor. He thought I was a China expert. Uh, <laughs> because what uh, Well you are in I, a way? I, well I learned a great deal since actually. I wasn't. You know, the reason is I I don't go to China very often before. Uh in fact, the first Chinese real official I met in Guangdong was Xi Jinping's father. Really? He was yeah, he was uh uh, a reformist, and it was nice to talk to. And uh, uh, he asked me because of my electronics business.
0: Okay, well, enough about politics. What do you do for fun? What are your hobbies?
1: Well, these days at my age, I think not too many hobbies anymore. I don't <laughs> go to the race car. I don't have horses anymore. Used to be, and uh, but during weekends these days, to keep my mind sharp. I play mahjong eight rounds of mahjong eight rounds of
0: mahjong uh, yeah, totally
1: four hours I cannot sit uh, that long anymore I mean mm-hmm. not, not like in the younger days so that's my medicine in fact to keep my mind occupied by the way people play with me are uh, almost the same age <laughs> <laughs> except my older okay we're just having a lot of fun and uh and, and another thing Lorraine I uh I have uh, four grandsons now. Two in Hong Kong, two in Singapore, and uh you know seeing the grandson every week is is my cup of tea I it's mean I so enjoy nice to
0: spend time my, with grandchildren. so when
1: you when we talk about the uh national education, I was looking at my grandson that weekend, and I said, hey, they you know they would they be under that kind of pressure so I decided, well, of course, let their parents decide, but nevertheless, I could see parents are worried about brainwash, mm. and why they're worried about that. Right? I cannot stand that. All right? So, as I said, at my age now, I should have... Don't do anything. I enjoy myself. But as long as... You're still so active. I'm here, right, as long as I'm here, I care about Hong Kong. I care about the future of Hong Kong. And
0: that was veteran legislator Alan Pang fei who died on Friday at the age of 80, uh, talking to me back in 2012 in an episode of Backstory. Um, He was really, really lovely. I can just remember really nervously going to our studio uh, in uh, Admiralty, and and he was very relaxed and just sort of said, what do you want to talk about? Um, And just sort of said, we want to talk about you.